We are looking at the Ten Commandments. We've been able to understand what the commandment means and what they stood for. Now, the first one that we looked at is, thou shall have no, no, no other God before me. That we can find in Exodus 20. Exodus 20, if you are there, you can read Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall have no other God before me. Thank you. God bless you. You shall have no other God before me. Now, that was what we learned. Now, today we are looking at the next one. Now, thou shalt not, thou shalt not uh, make unto thee any graven image. Now we can find that in verse 4 to 6. Now, who is reading verse 4 to 6 for us? You shall, you shall not make for yourself any great image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that, or that is in the head beneath or that is in the water under the head. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am, am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of the fathers and the children to the third and, and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. To those who love me and keep my commandments. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says that thou shalt make no uh, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. So the first commandment has layers. Now the layers is it says that thou shalt have no other gods before me. Now things like making like graven images, they are also still related to the first commandment. So the first commandment is an extension. Other things, it extends to other parts. And the next one there is that we should not make any grieving image. What does that mean? It means that don't carve anything in your house. Don't use your money to buy them. Or don't let somebody give them to you and say, oh, just put this. This is God. This represents God. When your children are going to school, just use it to touch their forehead. Use it to rub their body. No evil shall be for them. No. Wood cannot be your God. Wood cannot be my God. Wood can neither be our God, neither the God of our children. So as, as children of God, for you to really prosper in the land, as God has planned, you need to stay away from the activity of other God. Don't make any graven image. Now, you know, you see some people, they worship different kind of things. Some, they worship wood. Some, they worship different things. But then these things make God to be hungry all the time with mankind. That I have fashioned you in my own image. How come you can now stand up and say you are creating your own God? No, it is God that created, not man created. And my prayer is that we will not bow down to any graven image in the name of Jesus. 
If you are there, I want you to unmute your device and shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Amen. I know one of our children asked a question, and uh, I believe this is also going to be very helpful to many parents and also to every one of us. That uh, you know, in the in in Catholic schools or in Catholic generally, uh, they talk about the image of Mary. Are we supposed to bow down to the image of Mary? No. Mary is just like my wife. Mary, just like any of the sisters here this morning. Mary was blessed and highly favored of God, and God chose her. Just like the way God chose the mother of uh, Moses to prove that through her, you know, Moses will come forth. So Mary was just one of those women, blessed and highly favored. Now, we are not to bow down to Mary. Mary is not our God. Mary is not the person you should be bowing down to. Anything that represents image, don't bow down to them. Don't bow down to them. Now, in your, in your school, in your faculty, in the community, don't bow down. You know, the, the King Nebuchadnezzar erected the status. And then he said that, oh, he wants everyone, everyone in his domain. And literally at that time, he was ruling the entire world. Asia was under his control. Persia, all of them, he was ruling them all. So he has governor like representative, just like colonialism in those days. Now, this man erected a very huge status. And he said, by the time you hear the sound of the corner, the sound of the trumpet, that everywhere, anywhere they may be, they must bow down and worship his own image, which was his God. And so that was what led to the occasion of, uh, you know, the tribal evil voice being thrown into that lake of fire. They were thrown into that very furnace, but Jesus was there with them. Brethren, don't join people to bow down to idols in your, in your home or anywhere you find yourself. And if you have any image at home that you are buying down to, go and destroy them. And the blessing of the Lord will come upon your home in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, I want somebody else to read verse 7 for us. Verse 7. Exodus 20, verse 7. Exodus 20, verse 7. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless. That taketh his name in vain. Amen. That we must not take the name of the Lord our God in vain. We talked a little bit about this. That's commandment number three. Don't take the name of God in vain. Don't join people to, to, to make a jest of the name of Jesus. Don't, make a, don't join people to make a jest of, of the servant of Jesus. Don't join people to make a jest of the church. Don't join people to make a jest of believers. You yourself, don't make a jest of your brother and your sister. Don't make a jest of even the name of the Lord, because everyone that is saved bears upon them the seal of the Lord. And that's what Paul said. Don't he, said, he, said, he says that don't devour one another. So we are not to make a jest. We are not to, 
take the name of the Lord in vain. Don't use the name of the Lord to commit uh, forgery. Don't say, well, yeah, I'm a Christian. And then you now use that as an excuse? No. So brethren, God does not want us to take his name in vain. And for parents that are here this morning and those that are not even here, perhaps that will hear the podcast later, please teach your children this commandment. Take time to show them in the Bible. Let them understand what it means. It will help in their building. It will help to train them up so that as they grow up, this word is in their heart. So even when you are not there as a parent, the word of God will guide them. Our children will not run into error in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, I want somebody to read verses 8 to 11 for us. Somebody else? Principle. Verse eight. It says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Ten. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. Eleven. For in the six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Amen. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Let somebody that's not sleeping shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. We shall remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. The Sabbath day is, is, is our Sunday. We are to keep it holy. Now, uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of religious practices around Sabbath day. To some, they said it's on Saturday. To some, they said it's not Sunday and the lease is ongoing. But the Bible tells us, it says, six days thou shalt labor. And in a week, how many days do we have in a week? Seven. How many, okay, let's have somebody else respond to him. How many days do we have in a week? Seven days. Seven days. At least that's a simple math, right? So, and the Bible says, six days shall thou labor. So minus six from seven, <laughs> you have uh, one left, and that one is Sunday. So, now, so brethren, each one of us, we need to take the, 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 the Sabbath day very serious. It is not a day that we are supposed to engage in our secular work. It's a day we are supposed to set aside for the Lord. Yes, I understand we live in a society or community where people walk, where people are scheduled to walk on Sunday. Well, it doesn't mean that that, that it doesn't mean that you are going to hell, no. Now, but however, you need to set out days to seek the face of the Lord. You need to set out because God himself has, come, has blessed it in you know, the seven days. Because God created the heavens and the earth in six days and he rested on the seventh day. That you can find in Genesis chapter one, I mean chapter two from verses one to three. So God rested on the seventh day and that's why he wants us to serve him and also hallowed his name on that particular day. 
Then we also have uh, verse 12. Somebody else should read verse 12 for us. Exodus 20, 12. Exodus 20, verse 12 says, The Lord thy father and thy mother, and thy days may be long upon the land of the Lord thy God bless thee. Amen. Now it says, Honor thy father and thy mother. Uh, you see, this is the first commandment with promise. Look at every other commandment. Thou shalt not make unto thee any grieving image. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Now, you will notice that every other commandment is thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. That means don't do it. But this one, this one did not start with thou shalt. It just says, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Who is, your, who is your father? Who is your mother? Your biological parents. And even if you don't have one, you do have spiritual parents too. So the Bible said we are to honor our father and our mother. Don't uh, honor your father only. Some people they honor their mother only and despise their father. No, that is very wrong. Honor both of them. For as long as God keeps them alive, honor your father and your mother. Not only your mother only or your father only. Honor them. And when you honor somebody, you respect the person. When you honor somebody, you don't want to grieve the person. When you honor somebody, you want to make them happy. When you honor somebody, it, you, know, you, you, know, you will support them. And so the Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother. Parents, we need to teach our little ones to learn to honor their father and their mother. For instance, one of the honor that every child must give to his parents, you must not see your parent nakedness. Yes. You must, you, you must cover your, your parents up. So you must give them honor. Don't talk to them anyhow. That's part of the honor you can give to your father and your mother. Don't say, well, they are old school. Well, in the old school, New school came forth out of old school anyway. So listen to what they have to say. And if there are things perhaps maybe your father, your mother told you that is not in line with the will of God, go and pray. Ask that the Lord will intervene. But even with that, the Bible even tells us in the book of uh, uh, Timothy, Paul was addressing, still talking about the bishop and all of that. Those that, he said, those that labor well. Especially elders that labor in word and doctrine, he say honor them. In fact, he says that don't even rebuke an elder in the public. That that's 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 dishonor. So, as children of God, in this uh, generation, many people are no longer keeping to these, and that's why many many youth are dying in their prime. God takes the life, whether your parents are born again or they are not born again. 
corner them. If they request what is not in line with the will of God, then take it to God in prayer. Ask the Lord and seek for counsel and pray for the salvation of their soul. And if they are saved, if their parents are saved, oh, praise God. If they are saved, praise God. So each one of us must, must take steps to honor our parents, like we learned in Sunday school to yesterday. So please, as you go out today in this week, if you have not honored your parents, find a way to honor them. One of the ways you can honor them is take good care of them. My mom of blessed memory, while she was alive, thank God that God has already taught us some of these principles. And we know the little we could do, we take good care of her. It might not be much, just little. And we later even find out that the little we were even giving her for our monthly upkeep, what was she doing with it? She was using them to buy a bag of rice and take it to orphanage home. It was when she died we got to know. And no wonder, Mama, when you call her, Mama, Mama will still tell you, oh, the money is not enough. Uh, you know, my sons and this and that, I will, she will count many people. How she has to go for one wedding and all of that. But we also found out that she used her money to help the orphanage uh, children in our community. So I want to encourage you, brethren, honor your parents, both your biological parents and spiritual parents. Shall we bow down our head even as we pray this morning? Now, you see, there are some things that doesn't require prayer. It doesn't. There are some things it doesn't require prayer. Now, this is one of them to honor. If you honor your parents, some people, they are a siege over their life. That's because they are despising their biological parents and also their spiritual parents. Now, what is the solution? Stop despising them. What is the solution? Start honoring them. As you start honoring them, some things begin to happen naturally. So what is your prayer this morning? You are going to pray. As I go out today, I will trust the Lord. The Bible tells us where we read in the book of Jeremiah, it said those that, it said, it said those that trust the Lord. So as you go out this week, I, Lord, I will trust you. You have said it's my week of recovery, restoration of lost glory. As I go in this week, I trust you, Father. Help me to be a dwarf of your world so that lost glory can be restored back. Make that your prayer this morning and I appreciate it for the word that you have had. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that Jesus loves you and he cares for you. I want you to know that this same Jesus is coming back again. Now, when you accept him, then he, he empowers you to be able to keep this commandment. And when you keep this commandment, you are rest assured that you will prosper. So you are here this morning. You are not born again. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, why the rest of you make sure you are praying, asking and committing your way into the hand of the Lord. Now, if you want to be born again, you want to accept Jesus, just raise up your hand and pray and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Today, Lord Jesus, Remove the desire from, for sin out of my heart and plant the desire for righteousness. 
Fill me with your spirit that I may walk before you and be perfect. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are afraid. Now, brethren, I wanted to ask the Lord, what do you want the Lord to do for you in this brand new week? What exactly do you want him to do? Go ahead and begin to tell him. Begin to give him the glory for, for I know that he has answered your prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I'd like you to stretch forth your hand, whatever you may be. Father, I thank you for this blessed morning, and I thank you for your word which you have brought unto us. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for your grace and for constantly bringing your word to us because you want us to prosper. This morning, again, we have learned that we are not to make any grieving images. We are, to, we, are to, we are not to take your name in vain. We are also to honor the Sabbath day. We are to keep it holy. And we have also learned that we should honor our fathers and mothers so that they may be well with us. Lord, I pray for the grace to be doer of this world. Please release upon your children in the name of Jesus. As you go out today, the Lord will favor you. The Lord will fight for you. As we have prayed, total recovery, your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any good thing that you have lost in the past, the Lord is restoring them back. In the mighty name of Jesus. In multiple fold, in the name of Jesus. Today, you will have testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Brother, I want to thank God for your life. Uh, by the grace of God this evening, from the hours of 6.30, uh, believers class, brethren, uh, please join us. Uh, this evening, and as many that are here to join us, please join us virtually. Uh, we are going to be digging deep into there, and this will help you to grow more in Christ. And the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Shall we share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Don't forget, be expectant. Reach out to people. Tell them about Jesus and invite them to church. And you will have testimony of 
Lord's glory be restored this week in Jesus' name. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and prosper each one of you in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a blessed day.